Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to a new episode of A Millennial's Third Eye. Fuck. Listen, this episode is meant for an audience ages 17 or older. Everyone seems to be all gung-ho on their spiritual shit. Look. Bitches. Light your candles. Say a prayer. Place your crystals if you dare. Soul Awakening Spirit Guides. Fifth Dimension. Cut your ties. Sit and listen if you wish. Shakti and Joe are up in this bitch. Once again, welcome to this new episode of A Millennial's Third Eye. Title. The Purge. But I'm not even sure he even knows where he's at right now. This makes us all realize the kind of pressure these drivers are under. Mr. Biden, come on down here. Help me, Jesus! Help me, Jewish God! Help me, Allah! Ah! Help me, Tom Cruise! But how did he get down to his underwear that fast? Tom Cruise used a witch strap on me to get the fire off me! Look, your hook's coming. Wait a minute, it's Cal Norton. He's jumping on Ricky trying to put the non-existent fire out. Now that's a teammate right there. This is going downhill fast. It I is. think it'd be a great time to go to commercial. Break <laughs> ah, help me Oh, uh, what's up? This is another episode of Millennial Third Eye. My name is Joe, and thank you for joining us on tonight's episode. If you haven't checked in yet, tonight's episode is going to be a little bit more adulterated conversation, a little profanity. So if it's not your type of thing, just giving you a heads up. Why are we doing that? Because we got to have a little fucking fun once in a while. That's really what it comes down to. Um, and the best time to drop the F-bomb right now is because uh, my fucking host is not with me right now. So that's another thing to drop the bomb on. We're all talking about using the purge today as like, you know, comedy outlet on joking around and whatnot. So we're going to be talking about a couple of different things. We're not really sure where the, uh, the show's going to be going, but why not? Why not have a little devious fun once in a while? Let it all out on a fun outlet. So while I'm waiting for her, Let's talk about what the show's going to be broken down into. Um, a millennial third eye. So going back to the title of what we call the show, um, trying to help those other millennials also uh, realize what the real world's like. Because <laughs> we should probably help each other out instead of realizing that maybe we're not entitled to everything. <laughs> Other than that, um, a millennial's outlook and correspondence to my, my co-host, Shakti, on the spiritual outlet on what we're dealing with in the world right now. <laughs> Believe it or not, I came across someone that posted, I, I'm all about the spiritual talk. And I really, uh, we missed out on the episode the other day. I got to get in and check with my, um, my friend here, who's the spiritual initiate. We're going to talk about the matrix. So there's, there's plenty of topics out there. But what just um, it, it gets to the point where the flat Earth thing was one of them. And I can't I can't do with that shit. I can't. 
I, I saw someone post stuff before about the flat earth, and they're all chopped and screwed videos of, like, Bill Nye the science guy and this, this like, this boat going down the, the ocean distance and through distance and talking about how earth is curvatured. But they, they chop and screw the video up, and they're like, look, you can still see the boat. It's a flat earth. <laughs> the best one was a picture of this guy in an airplane. And the sun was, uh, I don't know, like southwest of the airplane. And the guy wrote, look, y'all thought the sun was up, up, up above. It's right down there. Stay woke. No, no, there's uh, common fucking sense, too. Uh, how's, that, how's that sound? But to go back to what I was just going to talk about, Someone just posted some spiritual talk about how the earth come to an end. Uh, here we go again with this earth coming to an end. Let's get a grip on it, people. Let's get a grip on it. There's some, there's some like, outrageous shit going on. Get your crystals in your pocket. Pray. Do whatever you got to do. But, like, there's some stuff that I question myself on when I talk about it. And then I'm like, you know what? I got to calm down on it because it's probably just really out there. And then I might mention it later on, like, hey, sorry, I was really out there before. My bad. But there's there's a lot. There's flat. Stay woke. Get your tarot cards out and your pendulums. Make sure it's all relevant. Um, we're going to be taking calls eventually, and we're also going to be um, – we're looking for more people to join in the conversation. Don't be afraid at all because I'm not – we're not anything about being mean. So I can join the conversation. Um, call in. The number's there, too. It's uh, 929-477-2767. I'm going to be um, looking for my co-host in the meantime. And um, if you are looking for a reading right now, just hang in there for a little bit. And we're going to be pushing, pushing, pushing. Um, other topics that I would like to bring up are new fads. Um not having a job is probably one of them. And um, what else are we going to talk about? We'll figure it out. Let's take out the uh, first caller, see where it goes. Area code 480. What's your name? Where are you calling Hi, my name is Keisha from New Mexico. New Mexico? Yeah. How's it going, Keisha? All right. What, uh, are you joining in on the conversation, or are you looking for a reading? I was looking for a reading, but also uh, I'll listen to the conversation. sounds interesting. Yeah, well, I'm waiting for my freaking co-host, but um, this 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 uh, episode, we're looking to be a little bit more edgy. It's a little uh-huh. bit different, but I'm also waiting for my co-host, so I'm, I figure I'd just take some calls, see where it goes. But definitely, if you want to be right. part of the conversation... We'll see where that where it's gonna be. We've got plenty of time. Uh huh. Um, well, I what's mean, going on with your job, what's your career um, situation? I need one. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. ASAP. <laughs> um, because I I got that right away, but I want to tell you when I'm doing readings, I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna curse one night. I have to be polite. Um. Try not to be too picky on where you're applying because okay. what I'm seeing is that what you're applying for, how do I explain that? Um, 
there's a position that's not something – it's like almost like a little bit lower than what you're looking for, but when you apply for it, they're going to know that you're overqualified for that position. There's something that's going to be available they haven't posted yet. So kind of like spread your resume out. Okay. Um, All right. You're going to you're gonna get the job you're looking for. Just kind of think more open-minded about it. Right. How about this opportunity I want to get into? Do you think that's going to pan out? Because I was just going to go ahead and do that. I don't know if I should just wait until I find a job first to get into that. Is this um is this an opportunity for your own business or your work to work for someone? Right. Yeah, it's my own business. Is it? Cause I I what I'm getting is a part. I mean, I'll be underneath somebody else, but I'd be kind of on my. I'd be still independent working. You know. Um. What what what's this partnership I'm getting? Is it a partnership under someone else? Right. It would be a partnership, but it would be my responsibility to go out. It's like a sales job, but it will be my responsibility to go out there and actually build myself up. You know. So yeah, I and then it would be at the end of the day. Uh huh. I don't want to tell you this because for some reason I want to remind you that. At the end of the day, we we do have free will. So, you know, like, you're, it's up to you to do what you want. Um, yeah. As my psychic, spiritual, intuitive advice is that I got no, and I got no because of this partnership. And it's not going to go as well as they're pitching it to you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, something also about investing your money and time is not going to work out to you getting back. It's going to be one of those backfire situations where they're going to go, well, it's up to you to make the money, remember? But really, it's them getting the money from you, and you, it's not, it's, it's a, no. Oh, it's like, oh, I, I get what you're saying. Oh, what do you call those? A, a pyramid scheme? That's what it sounds like, but it shouldn't be like that, because it's totally, well, it is what it is. All right. Well, it is kind of like that because it's like you have to go underneath somebody in order to establish your business, you know. So, And then you got to pay them. And it's like, why do I have to pay them for me to be who I am? But that's how the laws – I mean, this is something the law itself has, has um, structured the, the system to be in this industry. So, yeah, it's, yeah that's kind of crazy, but that's how it works. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. But um, spiritually, psychically, I don't know. It's not working out. Um, it's gonna work out. There's an opportunity for you to do your own business, but I don't. I don't but think it's gonna it? be the same thing. Really? I wonder what it. I, I'm trying to figure out what to go into, and I have no idea. You know, in what directions how to how to open up a, a business, something that I can really, really do something well, think, um, truly independent. Uh, even for me. Even for me right now, I'm trying to branch off into something different because I'm tired of doing the same stuff. But um, it's something mm-hmm. you're going to have to look inside yourself because we we tend to automatically think about the same fields. Like, oh, maybe I could do this. Maybe I could do this trade. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But really what it comes down to is what can you do artistically? What can you do that's not so difficult money or financial wise but you could still have fun or creative way doing of doing it. it. Maybe it's an 
There's always right. uh, doors opening, you know? Right. Oh, God, sometimes like you said, I had to meditate on that. Okay, but you say another job is coming. Have I applied for one of these, the job that you're, this job? Because I'm not really trying to be picky. I'm like, whatever, the first thing come up, I'm working it. <laughs> I don't even care at this point. So, but have I already applied to this job? I don't think so. Because I was being shown that to apply to a bunch more places. All right, keep on applying. Okay. Yeah, because what's going to yeah. happen is either you're going to get you're going to get one and take it, or you're going to have a choice mm-hmm. now, and you're going to evaluate the the salary or the hourly rate. And you're going to do the right. math, and you're going to go, well, this one's clearly more money, and I can do that. All right. How about this choice with the temporary agency? I want to go with them, but the position hasn't opened up yet, and I was wondering. I haven't applied no. for the job because the job hasn't actually opened up. No. God, no, you're not gonna. Good, you're not gonna have the patience like for it. it. <laughs> yeah, there's there's something that's very 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 uh, yeah non-existent. It, with it's me. either it's either you <laughs> could wait for it. You could wait for it and take that. No, he said it was like a couple of months. Yeah, no, yeah, it's just too far out. Yeah. Okay. Oh, like in that manner. Okay, got you. Don't take Ooh, it the wrong way. Yeah, I'm mean, watching. Like, I'm watching Shark Tank. Um, be gentle. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I guess I guess I just keep on. Um, and so you think because I got a couple of interviews coming up, so you don't think none of them are pan out for me? Um. So look, they, there's a possibility you you can get one of those, but what I'm being shown right. is that put yourself out there more because there's there's a greater chance of there's getting something, something you're actually looking there. for that's better paying. Right. Okay. To not sell okay, yourself I got you. Okay. All I right. got you. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. You have a good night, sir. You're welcome. Thank you for calling in. Mhm. No problem. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it this this little fancy um. We got a little button here in the studio where I can actually call, call my friend, and I'm gonna call a friend. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. There's a button. Hang in. Hang in there. I have to go copy and paste. Uh, see, this is a millennial shit. I got to copy and paste my friend's phone number because I no longer remember people's phone number. I forget about the silent part. I got to just keep talking because I'm not good at that. So right now I'm giving her a call. Oh, check it out. It worked. She better answer it, too. Area code 718. I'm going to put you on live, and if we get a voicemail, you're going you're gonna to leave a voicemail with me on my co-host's um, message machine. Um, there we go. Hello. 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 Okay. Hello. Stassi, what's going on? Hello. Oh, my goodness. Okay. 
Um, well, I'm sorry. I did. I did. Actually, my my she is an awesome friend and coworker, and I just yes, I ended it. I gave her the link to join the podcast, so um, she has some questions about you know like cleansing and stuff like that. You know how to get rid oh, of negative fuck, energy. Yeah, well, kids, bring your fucking crystals, bring the crucifix, bring the incense, the Palo Santo, the Florida water. <laughs> oh, I um, the intro again. I actually, I actually had a guest on the on the, the tenor mic on it while I was calling you. I was like, seven one eight. If their vo- if her voicemail comes on, we're leaving a voicemail. <laughs> you oh. Oh no, I'm sorry, but you know, it's like saving the day. One deck of tarot cards at a time, you know. So. All right, hold on. You got to listen to the <laughs> intro one more time. We got to play it for one more time. One more time. Just, just in case anyone's listening that's new, like they're not expecting what's going to go down right now, we're going to play it one more time. So enjoy it because this shit is, like, hilarious. And I say like because it's mo- I put the millennial emphasis on like. So enjoy it because it's funny as fuck. Welcome to a new episode of A Millennial's Third Eye. Fuck. Listen, this episode is meant for an audience ages 17 or older. Everyone seems to be all gung-ho on their spiritual shit. Look. Bitches. Light your candles. Say a prayer. Place your crystals if you dare. Soul Awakening Spirit Guides. Fifth Dimension. Cut your ties. Sit and listen if you wish. Shakti and Joe are up in this bitch. Once again, welcome to this new episode of A Millennial's Third Eye. Title: The Purge. <laughs> I had fun making that. Oh my god, that is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so, welcome so to I the really purge. Wanna, like, say this. Yeah, welcome to the purge. So, if you're listening and you're not like you're not really into dirty talk, comedy, a little bit raunchy, spiritual. We're going to combine this shit into spiritual. And I was I was giving a reading before, and I was I was pumping it up, like, you know, dropping some fuck bombs and whatnot. And then I took a reading because you didn't call in yet. I was like, well, I got to kill time. So I told the caller, I was like, by the way, you know, I'm not going to give a reading and, and like, use profanity. So I got to be, like, a little correct when I talk to someone new. But if you're listening, this is a new episode. Like, get ready, because this shit's about to go down. We're, we're going to talk about some dirty shit. This is gonna yeah, go from spiritual is... talk into the be- into the bedroom, some other crazy <laughs> shit, whatever whatever shock he wants to let out. We're gonna do some spiritual brunch. Um, we're gonna get intimate. Them chakras, though, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. You know this this is just uh, yeah the purge. So whatever it is that you feel inside that is. Um, that you need to let out that is holding you back that you you know anything just. You know, blah, let it out. Um, oh, and no one great thinks. idea. <laughs> I can yes. light up the mics and have everyone just be like, all right, say what you got to say real quick. <laughs> exactly. Oh, no. Um, and, you know, we might have, yes, a little bit of dark humor. I'm usually pretty proper, but I do drop, you know, the F-bombs too. And, um, and yeah, but anyway... Um, so I guess, I don't know what, you know, you take the, uh, you take the mic, Joe, and, um, 
We might as well Which get down, we... down to it. I mean, so <laughs> quick story today. Um, I was helping out at the spiritual shop that I work at and that I help out with. And we are talking, this is like, a di- I got to say it one more time. We're talking dirty stuff. It's not, if it's not going to help you or like you're not going to be able to enjoy it, then hang in there. And I apologize. So <laughs> I didn't say it out loud, but she had bought a ton of crystals. All beautiful. And all of a sudden, I'm taking out this, like, I don't know, six-inch crystal. And it's like, I'm like, um, this looks like a crystal dildo. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I'm just going to shut my mouth. And, like, I could have probably said it. I could have probably said it, and it would be all good. But I was like, yeah, right now is not the time or the place to drop dirty dildo joke crystals. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm thinking to myself, you could probably totally align your like your inner chakra with this shit. <laughs> I'm going, oh, shut <laughs> up, Joe. <laughs> uh oh. No, don't. Oh, no. Um. Oh. No, that reminds me of. You know, like uh, what was it? I don't know. You posted <laughs> something about realigning the chakras with that um, with the crystals. What was that? The um. Oh, I can't remember what it's called. But it was something funny you posted, and I was like, yes, yes, you know, that's what I'm talking about. Um, I don't know, the whole letting it out and just being able to release the negative energy. And, I, you know, I don't know, I feel like a lot of us have, have been having to deal with the negative energies a lot more than usual. Oh, my God. So before you got on, I was uh, I was scrolling through before I started making the intro, and I got to the point where like I have a couple pages I follow because like the spirituality and this other stuff, and one of them was just like, here it is, everyone, the end of the world. I'm going, are you serious? We just got <laughs> through flat Earth talk, now we're back to the the end of the world. Here it goes again. Like, how fucking retarded we got to be. Well, did I tell you this is the, I I think I might have. So I was coming out of the liquor store, right? It's called Total Wine, uh, liquor Mm -hmm. superstore. So I go back to the car, you know, and I'm seeing on the windshield, there's a, there's a card that says like the end is near, repent, whatever. And I took a picture. And I put the, you know, the the thing, it looked like a postcard. I was like, what in the world is this? And I put it up in the fridge because, you know, it says, like, repent. And if you don't, you know, you're going to die, basically. And I was, really? Like, come on now, people, come on. I'm like, is this how you're trying to make me feel guilty for drinking? Because it's not going to work, you know. <laughs> um, we need more people at AA. Please come. <laughs> <laughs> and, and no, I mean that's not to promote drinking in any way. You know, I'm I'm very sarcastic, but I found it kind of peculiar that I just happened to to have this thing, you know, to see this thing right after I got out of the, you know, total wine, and I thought about it. You know, it's like, hmm. Maybe you know how, like, numbers, right, signs. And I'm like, I wonder what this is about. Um, you know, because a lot of people, you know, they they 
if you tell them, you know, this is how it is, they will believe it, especially if they go to a church, and you know. And again, not to be busting an organized religion, but I'm actually going to make my way down to the kitchen look, to grab I'm, I'm all that about, message. Like, if, if someone, look, we all go through some shit, and, and we find the need to, a lot of people find the need to, like, push it on someone, like, like they have to be saved. The only, the only time I really want someone to, like, feel the need to save me is if there's, like, a good burger joint out and I haven't had it yet, <laughs> don't waste time and save me. Like, bring me there. If there's any good food and you know about it, save me. I, like, I, I told my, um, I told my, my ex-girlfriend, I actually use this joke once in a while, and I go, the only thing I'll ever do without you is have dinner. <laughs> about, you know, whatever story they went through, but do not put your shit on me if I'm going through something similar and you want to save me. Like, right now, I have nothing to be saved from, from what I'm, like, we have that internal consciousness. I know we all do, where it's like, don't do that. You know, it's bad for you. Yeah. Right now, my internal consciousness is saying, fuck off, I'm living my life. But, um... That's good. That's a good thing. (laughs) And right now, now, like every, I've been getting like uh, tons of spiritual numbers today, which is awesome. Yeah. So, and now I, I have to read this. I'm going to interrupt for a moment because I save that card and I have it on my fridge. And it says, okay, mind you, the card is white. It looks like an index card, but it's all white, you know, no lines. And the letters are red and in bold and it says warning warning you know two ex- exclamation points the end is near jesus is coming get ready and stay ready <laughs> sorry get ready stay ready repent repent and be safe and then at the bottom it says hedges and highway ministries hedges and highway ministries and then they have like a cross and a Bible, right? Like, like a little logo. And now I have to clarify that I am also, you know, I I was raised Catholic, and I do I I call you know I can call myself a Christian because I do believe in Jesus as you know the Son of God. I do absolutely believe in Jesus. And I cannot stand this crap. Like, Jesus is coming. Repent. You know, like, okay, so who told you that, first of all? And who are you to spread fear, you know, to others? Like, right. you know what I mean? Um, so, so this I card. I like, wake up, like, daily going, like, oh, my God, Jesus is coming today. Soon. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I want to be able to call him and be like, yo, Gigi. What's that? <laughs> yeah, but shouldn't that be I, a time to rejoice? Shouldn't it be like Christmas time? Jesus is coming. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. I'm so excited. You know? Shouldn't it be like that? Because I don't want people to think I'm an asshole now because like I do I do respect everything and I do care about everything 
There's certain things I just keep to myself. This episode, I'm just being more, like, funny about it. But, yeah, my opinion, you should be like, all right, you know, I'm being saved from everything. Like, they, Jesus that- should know all of us, like, what's deep down in our soul, like, where this all came from. So, I mean, I don't no, know. Absolutely. It's just like a human tactic. What was I going to say? Um, no, I was going to ask, yeah. is that a millennial thing? Certain things that you keep so. to yourself. I remember seeing <laughs> repenting. You can't put the millennial shit on everything, okay? <laughs> but um, No, well, since we I talked about that. Well, I do know no. that repenting has been, like, around for a while. To repent, you know, the rapture. Oh, yes. Um, Always. But this, this whole um, flat earth stuff, like, I got to, I got to, unfortunately, I'm probably going to be blamed for the millennial group on that because I don't know where that shit came from. My belief is that it's it's a it's a we're a hologram. We're in a 3D matrix world. That's my just like personal opinion. I'm not pushing that on people. Like, hey, wake up tomorrow is Jesus coming and it's flat Earth. Like, <laughs> be, let him know that you agree with that. <laughs> Perfect. There we go. Yep. You and need to repent or fries, uh, five guys, the Cajun fries. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my gosh, I'm sorry. I'm being highly sarcastic. But, no, I shouldn't be sorry, and I was teasing you because I am not a millennial, and I have no filter. Like, you know, the older you get, it's like it's like uh, what we were talking about on that one, the other episode, you know, podcast, like leveling up. I'm level this, right? I'm level that. And when you get to my level, you're like, yes, you know, it's awesome because, you know, com- like compared to 20 years ago, I was afraid like I would keep certain things in, you know, out of, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not an asshole all the way. I am respectful and I, you know, I don't in- impose my views on anyone, you know, but I will express myself in a, you know, natural way because that's who I am and, you know, Hopefully, without any kind of insult to anyone directly, but Same yes, so yeah, it, you know, it's like yes, exactly. So anyway, um, I don't know. Wow, there's so much to this topic, <laughs> but I had to, you know, I had to say that because you know, I don't feel I should have to apologize for, um, you know, expressing how I feel. And uh, I try to do it in a tactful way. But I'm holding this card. I wish that you guys could see a picture of it. And you know what? No, I'm going to take a picture of it and and post it on on the blog on Facebook so that you can see it. It, it, I mean, it is ridiculous. Like, can you imagine if I would have been like 15 years old finding that or 16 after driver's ed? Driver's ed, like, oh, my gosh, I'm excited. I got my license. Warning, warning, the end is near. You know, like, what? Well, I saw some um, crazy shit when I drove um, south, when I first drove south to live in South Carolina. They're all, I believe, Christian, um, but the signs there are really, like, just cutthroat Jesus, like, mm-hmm. believe in Christ and all that. And I'm like, Damn. Like it, I got actually someone that lived in North Carolina. They they used to live here. They moved to North Carolina. If you are out doing something like mowing the lawn on a Sunday, God help you. 
Because if someone noticed that you weren't in church or they saw you mowing the lawn and they had like an like if they had an excuse not to go to church that day or something, the whole town knew about it, and you would not be cool. You're not cool. With, you're not square anymore. <laughs> I, <laughs> I have to say, I have to say, number one, um, Asheville, North Carolina, is probably the coolest, safest spiritual haven ever in the Carolinas. I know that. Um, but other than that, when I would take my trips down to New Mexico from Delaware, right, I would drive all the way. It took me three days, right? So when I got to Missouri, or Missouri, as some people say, I drove all across Missouri. And I kid you not, there would be a church, Baptist church, then go five miles, ten miles maybe, a, um, an adult store. <laughs> Then another, you know, five, ten miles, another church, and then another five, ten miles, an adult store. And I'm like, okay, I'm getting the message here. Um, <laughs> you know, sort of like repent, exactly. Repent, okay. All the good, well, all the good you know. times are out of distance. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I have to say that I just, I don't like the, and no offense to, I don't, actually, I don't think any any person that is a Baptist would listen to this anyway, because by default, they would think it's, you know, devil's work. So I think I'm safe enough to be able to say this. Um, I don't, you know, that the Baptist denomination of the, you know, Protestant religion is the one that I do not care for at all, because they actually... Um, derive their their guidance on guilt. You know, oh, you're going to go to hell if you masturbate. Oh, you're going to go to hell if you fornicate. Oh, you know, everything is hell. Like, God is going to punish you. And, you know, that, can you imagine how much anxiety you're giving a person, a, a kid at that, you know, if you're, you know, obviously raising them from childhood. I, that's, to me, God, Jesus, you know, whoever's coming, whatever, however you want to see him, her, it, you know, all-encompassing is not that way. It isn't that way. Like, come on. It's horrible. I, I just, no, that's not, yeah, nope, nope. And I just, um, I, I'm one of those rare few that I'm like, no, I'm not having it. My God is a God of love. And that's my safe haven, you know. God is you know, my God is not about going to yeah. God's too long, but this this came to mind, and I, I wanted to bring it up. And it's a complete separate separate subject. And I want to share this story because not one, I'm not trying to make fun of the clients that wanted a reading. I'm just trying to express that most of us, at ninety percent to ninety five percent, know our intuitive answer, right? I had a client come in who wanted a reading, and the reading, 60% of this time of getting this reading was in between phone calls of her boyfriend saying, like, where are you at? I know you're not here. I'm here. And she's like, I'm right there. No, you're not. And then he calls back, and he's like, I'm actually down the road, but why did you lie to me? And I'm going, oh, I didn't even get to flip a card yet, and I just know. I already knew this was about this. So now – I'm trying to figure out how do I tell them this? They pay for a reading and they're already blowing the reading up because this is where I was going with this reading. 
So now you're asking me, should you leave the, leave the boyfriend? If if you're arguing and you have to lie and you don't feel mm-hmm. comfortable, but you're not doing anything wrong, shouldn't that imply already like your fucking time is your time and you don't have to lie about it? Like you should be in a relationship that's just straight fucking forward. Like, hey, it look okay. me, me and you, Shakti, we're friends. I don't have to lie to you about anything. That's how, like, and I, I'm not trying to say this in a different way, but in a simple context, like, that's how relationships should be in all aspects. Unless, right. and this is my other, this is my other favorite thing. I, I'm so, like, grateful. I was fucking blessed. <laughs> I love the fact that I actually, like, I laughed <laughs> just myself. Say it, just say fucking blessed. <laughs> I, fucking, I fucking love that I enlightened myself, and I'm so grateful to not have to explain one goddamn thing to anyone. Like, I shouldn't have to tell you why the hell I didn't do A, B, and C, but instead I'm telling you I'm minding my own fucking business. And that's a big thing to really, like, own on, and I really love it, especially when someone is up my ass going, hey, what's up with you? Where have you been? Like, what is this? And I'm like, oh, I literally go, oh, I've I've been minding my own fucking business. And that's really what I say because (laughs) if you know me (laughs) – if you know me on a level like that, by all means, like, I'm going to tell you without fully explaining why I don't have to explain myself, what you should be doing, too. Minding your own fucking business. <laughs> exactly. No, agreed. Um, and again, you know, this is the purge for anyone that has joined. They're probably like, what are these two talking about? <laughs> We're not bashing on organized religion. We're venting. We're purging. Um, you know, we're trying to do this with tact and with all due respect to anyone who believes in anything, and that's fine. Um, the restrictions of organized religion are bullshit, in my opinion, um, because, you know, like, here comes, for example, here comes a whatever like all right let me let me put it this way because i don't want to be so sarcastic that okay so here we have the bible right the bible you know um and the books and everything else so here here come a you know whatever all these people and they have you know different perspectives they write about stuff okay so here are these scriptures that are supposed to be as secret as say the bhagavad gita for the Hindus, right? And then, um, you know, like they take the material and turn it into something that they can use to manipulate the masses, you know? And Mm -hmm. that is what makes me upset because there are a lot of people out there that are void of faith or that are doubtful inside and, you know, they, they just, they don't have any religious direction and you know so you can take advantage of it and say like this card you know warning warning the end is near right and simply use it and they will be victims to that um you know and and that upsets me the use of these scriptures the use of any faith to um, manipulate the masses and to mm-hmm, actually mm-hmm. say, if you don't follow these rules that were man-made, then, then you're going to go to hell. Because how do you know that, how, you know what I mean? Like, who says that this goes? 
And now I'm going to get into, you know, something that is even deeper than that, which is, for example, the reason why I can't believe in the whole, you know, Catholic doctrine is because I don't believe that I need to go to a priest to confess my sins in order to be absolved because he is a human being just like I am. Um, He can be an advocate, right, a religious advocate. Yes, absolutely. However, um, how do you know I'm not lying? And, you know, they're like, all right, say, you know, this many Hail Marys or, you know, the the Lord's Prayer a hundred times and you'll be absolved, you know. And I could say it, but does that really mean that I truly repent? No, it doesn't. And then, you know, am I going to turn around and, and commit another quote-unquote sin and then come back to church and be, a, you know, absolved from my sin? So... Hence the whole point of me not believing in the Catholic ways. Um, you know, I I take elements from it, but I just am so against instilling fear in people. Leadership isn't uh, fear, you know. No, this is a this is a good topic because before I get into it, um, so I am a practitioner of Santeria. Santeria to 90% of people who don't know what it is and go on Google are terrified by it. Most people are terrified by things that they don't know. What I mean by that is they're terrified by these things because right away they see, oh, my God, that is Satanism. This is horrible stuff. Did you see the – if you don't know symbols, if you don't understand the history behind it, you're not going to go right into understanding and be open-minded about it. So that kind of goes, I want to backtrack that into um, how that, that also ties into the Catholicism of why I was raised Catholic, but the Catholic religion is also um, intertwined, per se, into Santeria because of the history. The history is a, no, I mean, for one. But well, no, there's sorry, that. Sorry. So they came from Africa, and then, it, you know, over the history, it's called the, you know, Afro-Cuban religion, so they spread it out, but... Over history, they had to hide it. They hid it through Catholicism. But through that came the 21 Division, which is St. Michael, St. Anthony, um, mm-hmm. all different saints. There's Paolo Mayombe, there's Santeria. There's all these different aspects, so there's all these different things people are scared about. It's okay, stay scared. Um, <laughs> but the other thing is, I don't even want to get into that. My point is, as I get older, I am mind blown, but by individuals and their perception on how they think. And what I mean by that is, one, pushing things on people. I don't sit here on every episode going, believe in, in Santeria, believe in this, believe in that. No, believe in whatever the fuck you want to believe in. Have your own faith. Matter of fact, one of the top rules of the religion is respect everyone's belief in religious value. So that means respect everyone regardless of what they believe in, because that means that my religion is not better than yours. That's what it comes down to. Um, children come first. No matter what, children come first. Respect your elders. These are all top rules yes. of religion. Like the, the main thing you should like know. But this is all stuff that everyone should, should abide by. Yeah. I was going to say, it should be common sense. Common sense. Exactly. Children come first. Respect your elders no matter what, who they are in your life. Or if you're, they're not a part of your life. They're just a passerby. 
whatever. But these are common things. But I'm just blown away. And don't get me wrong. I was. I'm You're not purging. Perfect. I'm purging. I mean, I am perfect. It's very hard to be perfect. I had to take a test for it. Um, not many people get to get the this high score like I did. I'm just kidding. But um, it just blows my mind that we have these core perceptions. And I step back and observe, and I'm just blown away that, like, respect is a high thing now. There's respect. Don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. respect comes with honor and, and time and understanding and learning. Respect what? Like, respect comes uh, well, with higher, high, high honor to me. And, and let I, me – let me before I finish that, respect – and I'm not saying that in an in a outer context. I mean, like, friends. And I've heard this over, over a period of time. Friends family, different things. Like, I'm not saying just my point of view. I'm just corresponding with other stories and other people's, you know, expressions. Because I'm, I'm, the word respect has been tossed around. But at the same time, I, I don't know. What, what did you want to add to that? Okay. I'm like, huh. Hello. Okay, there we are. Um, I was going to make, a, you know, another joke about um, the whole millennial thing um honestly i'm actually not versed on the whole millennial thing whatever but um respect I, what i was going to add to that is you know i was born in you know when people used to write with feathers and you know there were dinosaurs no i'm kidding but um you know <laughs> i am 1978 so i and then mind you i have a, you know, European, South American culture. So basically I was raised with respect. So if I talk back to my parents, like, I I mean, I would never do that or to my teachers, my elders, anyone. But the question is like, why do you think older generations were so respectful? And then, you know, from, I guess, millennials on, I don't know, you know, where it started to happen. But, you know, there's no respect anymore. Um, and, and I notice that these kids nowadays, they are. Most of them are rude. They don't know, you know, just rude in every way. And I'm like, hmm, you know, I was raised a different way. I was raised with a different, um, you know, frame of mind. And, you know, like I would get my ass whooped if I talked back or, you know, if I disrespected and now I appreciate it because, you know, they, you know, it's not, you know, ass whoop, like, don't get me wrong, I wasn't, like, beat or anything like that, you know, just for the record, I'm going to be like, oh, my gosh, no. Um, you know, but the whole point is that, you know, the difference of approach and culturally, you know, um, in the 50s and the 60s, everyone was, like, respectful, you know, chivalry, that wasn't dead, you know. And nowadays, it is so different. And, you know, like, you have to wonder, like, what, you know, where did respect go? Uh, along with faith. Faith. Religion? Yeah. Everyone gets into a religion because it's so trendy. Now I'm going to bust into the insta psychics and, like, I'm into yoga and Reiki and okay, fine. You do. I don't, I don't care. You can whatever to put your crystals, wherever you want to put them, 
<laughs> That's fine. You teach me a few things, actually, you know, you and I be the first. Up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'll be the first one to say, honestly, my knowledge about crystals is minimal because that is my specialty. But these people that are like, yeah, I, yeah, see, this is my, sar- my sarcasm is going to go all the way. Like, they write all this stuff and they want to be so wordy. And so, like, by the book, and I'm like, fuck that. Fuck the book. Who wrote the book? Did you write the book? No, you didn't. So why are you going by the book? How about you go by what you feel and your perception? Let's, you know, let's try that. Well, that's what I, I like, and I want everyone to know, like, if this is your first episode listening in, please go back to other episodes because this, this is a rare one. Um I'm very polite too. I'm very honest. My, you know, I have a very wide open opinion, and I'm observant. So I'm on a one way street. I like to listen. I don't tell anyone how it is because it's not how how we should live. But when I going back to that flat Earth thing, I went to college with this kid, and he just he just blows up Instagram on like flat Earth and Satanism, and it's all be careful. So I I messaged him because it got to the point where I was like how can you keep posting flat earth videos but you can't tell like the fake editing behind it because it's so ridiculous like i saw one video was like a spaceship on on earth and it shot up into the sky and you could see earth is now round and then it goes into this like (laughs) corny crappy filter and it's like now look this is the real lens which is not clear at all and all of a sudden the sides are cropped and you can't tell earth is round anymore because the sides are cropped like, you know, the black lines. So I messaged him. And I was like, hey, like, don't take this the wrong way. I'm very, like, curious. Like, what what really, like, brought you to, you know, this whole flat earth thing? And he goes into, you don't read the Bible. Um, you know, the scientists um, are Nazi, Nazi Germans. Yeah. And da-da-da-da-da. I'm going, what are you talking about? Then he sends me a verse going, like, you know, if if the the, the man lies to you or brother. I was like, bro. I didn't even say anything because he's trying to send me all these like, how does that correspond to anything you're talking about at all? Like the earth is a hologram, <laughs> but, but really though, how does that correspond to anything? But um, again, I'm very open-minded, but that was just like mind boggling the shit out of me. You know what just occurred to me and even, okay, this is pretty deep. I'm going to phrase it as fast as I can. So do you really need the earth to be round in order for you to like find truth within yourself and the universe? Like who cares what the freaking shape of the earth is? I personally, I want it to be a star, not a death, death star, but maybe, you know, maybe, um, you know, who cares? Like, it's an argument of right and wrong. Oh, it's right. Oh, it's this. There, like so many other things to worry about than the freaking shape, you know. Um, and I say that with all due respect to, you know, the scientific take. Um, personally, yes, I do believe it is round. Do I? That's it. Do I spend time in worrying about, you know, people that say it's squared? Like, no, I don't. Uh, and whatever, you know, whatever gets you off, that's 
fine with me as long as this, you're not, you this know. This is like the 2019 uh, antivirus <laughs> protection. Save yourself. You know, use your spam blocking. <laughs> you know, it's it's almost <laughs> like it's almost like giving your kids um, some type of new protein, and you're telling them it's chicken. And then they get older, and they're like, yep. no, I just eat chicken. And then you're like, yeah, by the way. That wasn't chicken. That wasn't chicken. That was uh, alligator. <laughs> 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 yes, I know. The trickery that we parents do to get our children to eat. And it won't work, you know, at times. Oh, you know what? I want to also, since we're getting, you know, you know, to the topic of faith and all of that. So I want to bring it to the zombies in the apocalypse, you know, zombie apocalypse, because, you know, that's a pretty popular, you know, subject, The Walking Dead, which I love, by the way. This is in no way any advertisement to the show or doesn't show any affiliation. It's just, I'm just saying. Um, so there is, you know, obviously the like zombies are in the order of undead you know they're not they're not living anymore they're not vampires they're not you know werewolves whatever so i don't know if you are familiar with george romero and you know he's the one that pioneered the whole you know zombie genre and Mm -hmm. he if you've seen Night of the Living Dead, which you should, you probably haven't, um, but you should, you should, you should watch the very first one. It, I mean, and he came out with this in the '60s, in the mother freaking '60s, and to this day, that mother movie. Yeah, the freaking '60s. Can you imagine that people are like, "Oh my gosh, what?" Ah, he's kind of burning in hell. Anyway, so. Um, you know, the whole point of this is that George Romero, um, you know, does this whole trilogy of Night, Dawn, and Day of the Living Dead. And in Day of the Living Dead, you know, you see progression. This one guy explains, you know, when there's no more room in hell, the dead shall walk the earth. And you're like, all of a sudden, you know, if you're, if you're thinking on that, you know, spiritual level, you're <laughs> yeah. like, Oh, that's quite a horrendous punishment for humanity, right? I mean, but think about it. Wow. Like, that is pretty profound. And in so, on some levels, you know, people go about life as zombies. You know, they do autopilot, you know, do it again, blah, blah, blah. You know, they just, they follow the masses. That's mm-hmm. what a zombie does. The zombie just, you know, and they just follow each other. They follow the noise, whatever, and, you know, that's it. So are we zombified in a way, you know, who, you know, they, um, and, you know, zombified by society. I mean, obviously, you know, imposing the rules and this is what you need to do and this is, you're this age, so you need to wear your hair this way and, you know. Uh, and you mm-hmm. cannot question religion or beliefs. That's the whole point of I like all of the, that. I like to picture my my Jesus in a tuxedo T-shirt at a Leonard Skinner concert, hammer drum mm-hmm. in the front row. That's awesome. 
You but, never saw Talladega Nights? No, I don't think, I don't know. Did I? Maybe. Oh, you nope. didn't. I didn't because I right. would. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, see, you learn something yeah, no. every day. You said no, then I again, didn't because I, I you didn't, didn't watch no. Nothing Living. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, isn't that an interesting point? Like, basically, we function in a way as zombies going about our lives. We don't live. We just exist like machinery abiding by the rules of society, and then we're afraid of the unknown, and we're afraid to defy that because well, ooh, is, we're going to be doing This is why I enjoy mm-hmm. telling everyone, like, oh, yeah, my friend Shakti. And then if they're, if they're really, like, my friend actually just talked talk to – told someone I know I was talking about it because I was getting the episode ready and I was like yeah she's named after a goddess <laughs> and um <laughs> she came back and she was like oh my god that's a part of like the kundalini effect and like yeah uh, honestly that is the soul awakening so what you're talking about the fear where all most people are walking around like zombies this is true so you're talking about what your true self who you really are Shakti and, like, realizing that everything around us is just bullshit. And what I mean by oh, that is the news, everyone doing their daily thing, and we're exactly. afraid. And that's exactly what it comes down to. What I've been realizing is that we're afraid to live our life against the grain. Like, we're, we're supposed to live it in this um, routine of get up, do this, do that. Like, yeah, we have to work. But right. that means, like, you could do what you really want to do. And we can you can get it done. Right. No, and they emphasize the whole, you know, oh, you have to have a degree. You have to go to college and blah, blah, blah. Okay. And I'm not even going to get into that whole, you know, thing because most people are not following their calling. You know, um, they don't fight for what they truly want to do. Um, my parents, going back to my name, they are – very spiritual people, um, you know, hippie, spiritual, and um, into their, you know, Catholic, um, Hindu, Buddhist, and they named me. At first, I hated my name because no one could pronounce it, and I was like, what, what did you name me this? And, you know, they, they would be like, you'll understand, you know, you have your name for a reason, and blah, 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 and then I finally understood, and I was like, <gasps> wow. So I have two Sanskrit names, Shakti and then Ananda is the other one. And so Shakti, basically, if you know about yin and yang, um, you know, she's the mother, the nurturer, the, you know, the one that brings to life, to light, um, you know, and, and protects and, you know, like, there's, she's the female aspect of God, female personification. So, I mean, it's very deep. You're like, oh, wow. Um, so I'm I'm grateful now for that. Um, before, I would be like, oh, my gosh. And then Ananda is eternal bliss. It's like Amanda, but with an N. Um, and Hinduism is incredible. You know, I am, yes, definitely very much into that you know, into the, the Buddhist and the, the Hinduism. So anyway, um, yes, 
and, uh, and my sign corresponds also with my name, which is why I'm like, how the fuck do my parents know this shit, you know? Um, uh, I know my mother being an Aquarius, she's definitely very deep and far out. My dad, though, I, you know, I was like, dad, are you really that way? You know, and he's like, yes. And I started to get to know him on that level. And it is freaking awesome. Um, so, you know, anyway, the whole thing about the message that I want to convey is do not be afraid to question, to be who you are. And do what you want to do and what you feel in your heart because, you know, society will dictate, oh, you need to be this way, you need to be that way, you need to do this. You know, there's a timeline for everything. Why? Why is there a timeline for everything? And why do you shame me for growing older? You know, but yet, but yet, but yet you don't want to die. You know, it's the irony, like biggest irony. And like, you know, um, do you, it, I mean, it's so, so there's so much to that. Like you cannot wish to have a physical body that is flawless and yet attain, you know, um, attain, um, what would be the term? Like attain evolution eternal spiritually. Bliss. Yeah. Yes, it, yes yeah, eternal yeah. bliss, because you cannot be confined by the physical People are probably like, what the fuck, you know, unless, you know. <laughs> uh, no, but it, it is really the truth. Um, when I do readings for people, I try my best to convey certain messages. Um, a lot of the stuff that I tell you, and I will say it, simple psychology and a lot of the stuff, you know, will be, you know, what comes to me. and um, you know, it's just whatever, I, you know, but I try to inspire people to do what they feel in their heart they need to do. You know, I went to school for human services. Am I doing that now? No. I am working at a call center for funeral homes. But I am doing this, you know, I'm doing my consultations on the side. So that is, you know me going with my calling. So I don't know, Joe, you take over and talk about your calling and with a millennial perspective with, you know. My, uh, my calling with a millennial perspective. Um, so I posted something on my, the uh, millennial page a couple of days ago. I came across it. It was uh, um, growth is painful, change is painful, but the worst, the worst thing that is the most painful thing that could B is um, being somewhere where you know that you don't belong. Mm -hmm. So I really like that because most recently through um, this whole mysterious life plan, um, I was like, I don't want to be stuck here all damn day cooking. I just, it's not that I don't want to cook anymore. It's just that I want to take a break. I, I feel like this new journey is coming my way, whether it be, taking on like two part-time jobs to do something different and then go back, whatever it is, like the podcast, mm-hmm. finding happiness. Um, we no longer have mm-hmm. to really feel um, this melancholy feeling of going to work, coming home, having a family, having kids. We should be able to, what we're supposed to be doing is being fulfilled and happy 
getting what we need financially, which is possible still, achieving our goals that we fully believe in, fighting for them, not giving up, because we all have a story to tell. And it's not so much that we have to settle in for this, I want to say, melancholy, blah shit. Like, we don't have to do that. But we also have to be realistic. We need finances. We need to pay bills. Um, And not everyone is going to be in this position to have this comfort zone. Right now, I'm, I'm very fortunate that I do and I don't. So I'm playing it, and I'm not playing in a game. I'm playing the sense of, all right, what is it that w- that's going to make me happy that's outside the box of this correspondence of careers? Um, what can I do that can be more creative and fun? Like this podcast is bringing fun things, but what else can I do to um, co- expand myself? Um, I've also been dabbling in – what's that? No, go ahead, Joe. No, I was going to ask. I've also – I'm also dabbling in, in Reiki, which has been an uh, opportunity that was given to me, and I, I decided to go with it, which corresponded to my soul journey, which was another crazy thing, too. Um, but it's it's awesome. It's another thing that's actually I'm utilizing. Um, it's another also fundamental mm-hmm. thing later on I can use for financial purposes. But these are things that are coming my way where I wasn't able to say yes at one time. I was too busy working, working, working. Now, all of a sudden, I have this opportunity to take this class. Um, I, You have to look at it this way, too. I decided to step out of the box with fear. But with fear, I saw an abundance of opportunity. And this is something I'm thinking about more now, talking about it, because it is true, though. Mm-hmm. I had a, more opportunity to have time to say yes to classes and meeting people that are now my friends I, I kept, it's like a, um, a movement where I stepped into it and I said, you know what? I'm not afraid of not being able to do this right now. And all of a sudden I have all this opportunity and time to go in a direction of meeting new people, having time with me and you on the, on the, on talking about the, the podcast, um, taking a class, doing more adventurous things without fearing what should I be doing. You know what I mean? No, I so, do. So, with that being – okay, I thought I lost you. I was like, keep talking. I don't know what she's doing. <laughs> but... No, no, I'm here. Yeah. Um, no, um, what I was going to say is I love that we are unloading. And if we have any callers that want to – I want to hear, even if you're, you know, like, not in agreement, like, you know, you're welcome to voice your opinion. I don't know if we have any callers that want to join in. Not right now. I think we've scared a couple of people away, but it's okay. If you're listening or you're interested in getting readings or you want to talk about the topic, give us a call at 929-477-2767. Um, tell a friend. Lock your doors. Hide your kids. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, if you want to join the topic of any sort. But um, if anything, you know, this whole spiritual awakening i've come across different aspects a lot of people you, you get the feeling of feeling crazy first you know you feel nuts well, absolutely um and that's normal but you'll come across many other people that 
have or, or are going through the similar aspects. Um, I wound up doing readings one day, and I said, you know what? I'm just going to do them. And boy, did I get some readings, man. I got two people about soul awakening. They were like, I don't know what's going on with me. I need a reading. And I was like, I know what's going on with you. It's okay. <laughs> I, got, I got you. Um, but it's, it's uh, you're, you're of service. You know, you're, you're there to help others. We're here to help everyone once we kind of feel like we got a grasp on what we think we're going through. And then, the, then in the universe, the thing is like loading up for the next chapter. It's like, all right, what, what are they called now? Downloads or, you know, we're going to shoot you some downloads. <laughs> and then you're going to go, great. What the hell is this? <laughs> yeah, what, what is this shit? Yeah. But um, no, it's, a, it's a blessing. If there's anything that I can like honestly say, it and I, I heard this on, on a YouTube. I like to follow some, some episodes and what people have to say. And I, and I said this, like, in the beginning of one of the podcasts. I was like, this is a spiritual revolution. And then I, I listened to it. I was like, I'm nuts. <laughs> but really, it, it is a spiritual revolution because this is a, this is a part of history. Um, I don't think many people are going to understand it yet because I don't understand it myself. Sometimes I sit back and go, oh, my God, there's a bunch of people that are going through the same things that I'm going through, and there's a bunch of people that already did go through it. And then as you get deeper into it, it's like we're we're getting prepared for the future of mankind. You know what? I just said that. Say that out loud, mankind. Mankind, yes. How do you feel when you say that? Mankind. Mm-hmm. Um, angry, and I feel like mankind has fucked up a lot of shit, and that's why we are at the rapture, you know, zombie apocalypse point. Um, and hold on, I'm like multitasking. I am like, hello, once again. Um, oh, we should do a meditation this episode. This podcast is called The Purge. Welcome, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> Welcome fresh. Warning, warning. Not, yes, exactly. Warning, warning. Things are over. Jesus is coming. Repent, repent. Should we play that? Should we play it again? You should. That's fucking awesome. Wait, yes, I, totally. I, I titled it in the sound clips, Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love there it. You go. I'm going forward and backward. Here we go. Welcome to a new episode of A Millennial's Third Eye. Fuck. Listen, this episode is meant for an audience ages 17 or older. Everyone seems to be all gung-ho on their spiritual shit. Look. Bitches. Light your candles. Say a prayer. Place your crystals if you dare. Soul Awakening Spirit Guides. Fifth Dimension, cut your ties. Sit and listen if you wish. Shakti and Joe are up in this bitch. Once again, welcome to this new episode of A Millennial's Third Eye. Title. The Purge. 
<laughs> I feel like a little kid when they make something that's so awesome. They're like, hey, check out my new thing I made. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Look what I did. <laughs> I made it. I made it. You think it's funny? <laughs> Look what I did. No, no, no. It's like, you know Actually, what? You don't know that. You don't know that yet. When your kid goes potty for the first time, when when your kid goes poop on the potty, look, mommy, I went poop in the potty, and you're like, yay, that's a nice poo poo, bud, you know. You want me to tell my mom that right now? No, I'm ta- no, no, I'm saying this, you know, comparable to what you're saying. Look what I mean. Here we go, yay. Um, I actually did. I went to my mom. Well, not like that. I went to my mom. I was like, look, mom, play. I played it for her. She started cracking up. <laughs> I know, but, you know, that's the, the same principle. Um, I did, um, since I was busy and doing all, all kinds of stuff, but um, I did post the links on both pages. Um, that's what's up. You know, you know, and I maybe somebody to... will be like, hey. Yes. Oh, maybe. Maybe. We did have a couple of callers earlier. I, I did one. I think we lost one. But, um, and I'm not, I'm not mocking this. I find it kind of, like, funny. Like, if I get a reading from someone new or there's, like, a bunch of other shows on Blog Talk Radio. So I'm interested in what, like, the readers say or what they get. And they all, some of them, like, you know, have different ways of reading. And they're like, you know, the moon is in the second phase of the northern star, this, that. And then I'm always expecting them to go like, so yeah, this is pretty much why your life's fucked up. And, <laughs> you know, you have to wait for that whole, like, solar eclipse <laughs> to go through. And it might get a little better, but just know it's still going to stay a little fucked up for a little bit. <laughs> and then they go, are you an Aquarius? And I'm like, well, I'm an Aquarius Pisces. And they're like, oh, well, your shit's really fucked up. Because you're an emotional. <laughs> um, awesome. Hold on. If you have a dream about... Uh, what was that Dane Cook skit? He's like, oh, you had a dream about the, the crabs? Did he, was he wearing loafers? And he's like, yeah. He's like, dude, you're gay. That's what my dream book says. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, no, no, no. Actually, wearing loafers and it's a crab in your dream, that means you're really gay. Like, you're super gay. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, wait, wait, what? Huh? Uh, no, we are having. What about being what? I forgot all about Dean Cook. He he was really funny. Um, I almost forgot all about being human, but yeah, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, you know, the purge. Um, I mean, we've touched um on some very heavy. Topics. I don't know what else. I mean, there's a lot of stuff, and um, you know, like uh, millennial versus whatever. I'm Generation X. I, no, what ge- we had this discussion before, and because I'm geriatric and you know so old, I'm you know ancient. I forget what my generation is. <laughs> um, we know you're a millennial. And I can figure this out, um, the whole generational thing, because I think that we maybe we should play a game. 
Okay. A generation, generational game. Yeah, so hold on. Generation, generations tarts. Okay. So, oh, wow. That is so crazy, all the generations now. There's like, there's so many classifications. So, <clears throat> according to this, I am, <clears throat> hold on. Awesome. You're awesome. Let's see, in general. <laughs> no, but I think it's funny. <clears throat> we can challenge each other and be like, hey, why do you guys feel so fucking entitled? You know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I am, yes, I am Generation X. Um, All right. So I'm going to look up Generation X. Generation X is called the baby bus, and it goes from 1965 to 1979. I was born in 78. You were born in 1981? 90, 
Gen X. So this is my generation. According to Wikipedia, Gen bust because their birth was the birth rate was vastly smaller than the preceding baby boomers. So this is what my generation is based off of. The highest level of How about education. You? you crazy Dutch bastard. <laughs> the Alan, no, that reminds me. The Alan Parsons Project, right? Remember he named that? For anyone that has seen, uh, I need to remember the name of the movie now, Austin Power, Dr. Uh-huh. Evil and his son, he's like, he's like that. They were Ben 80. He's like, we shall name it the Alan Parsons Project. <laughs> <laughs> um, how about now? So here's Jen. Jen. The highest level of education in the U.S. to date. The 1976 Arab oil debacle and the first gas, gas shortage in the U.S. The price of gold soaring to a thousand per ounce for the first time, the fall of the Berlin Wall and the splitting apart of the Soviet Union, MTV and the rise of disco. Oh yeah, disco. Um, China's momentary flirtation with personal freedom and the tragedy of Tiananmen Square. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Um. Fighting in the in the first Gulf War, NAFTA and AFTA, where President Bill Clinton paved the way to give away millions of Americans' jobs. Millions. Well, you know. Anyway, <clears throat> um, that's just Wikipedia for you. But all I can say is that um, there's this is how you know. Remember how I said. <clears throat> Let's do a game. Millennials versus Gen X. I like that. So say mm-hmm. you formulate a question of why this and then the other, and then I can, I don't know, and vice versa. And then you formulate a question to me as Gen X. And use the millennials. I think it's pretty cool. It's the kind of game perspective. I'm not fully prepared for so, this. I don't know. Hmm? I'm not fully prepared on this. I don't know. It's just improv. So, okay. I'm going to clear my throat and I'm going to start. Well, and I'm going to say that my generation, for example, um, 1980s, like say I grew up with, you know, uh, Genesis, Phil Collins, you know, Cindy Lauper, all of that, um, Lost Boys, you know, you name it, that's all me. Uh, Cabbage. Patch, Babies, The Walkman, New Kids on the Block. Um, you know, when I went to high oh. school, the cool thing was to have a beeper. A beeper oh, yeah. for, yes, yeah, a beep. Imagine that. <clears throat> um, dial up internet when I was 21, you know, AOL, you know, the connection. Um, so, I'm going to start out this round by asking Gen X versus Millennial. (laughs) 
I don't make it that dramatic. <laughs> but I'm going to, <laughs> um, you know, because that can actually help each other, you know, others understand each other that have a generational gap, you know. So maybe we can ask, um, let me ask the whole internet thing versus reading. For example. Um, I don't know. This is hard. This is hard because I want to ask something useful. I'm trying to look up stuff and all I get is why Gen X <clears throat> save us from millennials. And I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Gen X um, invention. <laughs> There's a Gen X convention, really? Well, you guys did give us video games. Oh yeah, Atari, you know. Galaga. Tech programming on demand. Alright, so you guys came yeah. up with some good stuff okay. here. Yes, we uh the older yeah, what, better so ones. What happened to M T V though? See, that's where you guys play. Yes. Yeah, like like that song uh, by Dire Straits. What is it? Money for nothing. Get the money um, for nothing. Yeah, and chicks for free. Yeah. And Sting. Do you know that Sting is the one that's like, I want my, I want my, that's Sting. I want oh, my yeah. MPC. Yeah, a lot of people are like, what? Oh, I didn't know that was Sting. That is Sting, yes. Uh, he is a very spiritual guru, by the way, Sting. And I, I got to meet him when I was like five years old in Venezuela. I got to meet the police. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. His, his name is Gordon whatever. Yeah. My, first, my first concert was um, un, unwillingly the Backstreet Boys. Ew. <laughs> yeah. No, no, yeah. Joe, I'm so teasing. Go ahead. Because I'm a new kid on the block person. Like, get the fuck out of here, Backstreet Boys. I mean, that's so back... much cooler, but... Um, Who's much cooler? Would you say much cooler? I mean, new kids on the block is pretty cool. Yes, As a kid, they are awesome. I mean, in, like, third grade, Backstreet Boys was the shit. And what was that? Wow, time? you were third grade. No, I don't know about Backstreet Boys. Do you ask me for the new kids? I was. Uh, it was like, don't don't go break my heart. I forget that song. Um, the only one by the new kids I can remember is like, please don't go, girl. Um, you know, and I'm I'm gonna stop teasing. They actually um, toured together for a bit. New kids and Backstreet Boys. I am not. Into Backstreet Boys at all. Uh, my boy band is the New Kids on the Block, and I was like 13. No, I can No, I was even younger. I was 12. Um, and again, The Purge. Welcome anyone that is listening. They're probably going to be like, "What the fuck are these assholes talking about? <laughs> We're purging. Um, We're purging. Welcome. <laughs> I, We're I purging about." <laughs> well, you know what? <clears throat> you welcome if you want to join in. Let us know if you just want to add your opinion. 
whatever it is that you want. Um, we are just purging, meaning we're letting everything out. Um, we are discussing millennials versus Gen X. Generation X is me, Joe being a millennial. And we are kind of trying to do like a fun game to exchange knowledge on our the differences in our, you know, culture, you know, generational culture. Um, okay, so. Oh, wait, I got this one, too. Yeah, you guys gave us Jeopardy. <laughs> oh, it's not done yet. Alright, I'll just nip that one in the butt. Alright, so... Okay. Hold on. So... So tell me about the Backstreet Boys again. That was my first concert I went to as a kid. You were in third Millennials grade. I think I was in third grade. Yeah, third. Of, but um, yeah, pretty sure I was in third grade. Gen X was born between 1965 and 1980. Came out on the cusp of cell phones, the internet, social media. While most millennials were torn, born between 81 and 97, grew up with these things, were a regular part of daily life. Hence, were much cooler. Um, much cooler in your time. Yeah, the job hunting happens online. 78% mm-hmm. of millennials use their LinkedIn. I can't stand that shit. So one of the things as a millennial I don't understand why we need is like seven to eight different profiles of social media, which you now need yeah. another um, email address. And now your password has to be different because now you have to add an uppercase and a, and a number with a symbol. And then you, now you can't remember them because not every millennial is super – Intelligent. I'm on. I, I'm on a tablet, so now I gotta download a new app that saves all my passwords. But then so I forgot I'm gonna... one password. So now I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna add. I asked my best friend to join in, so it's just a 302 number. You know, I was like, join, join, then you know, bring her in. Um. You know, the differences are phenomenal between the generations. Uh, for one, um, I mean, let me think. For one, high school. High school, for one. Um, high school was not anywhere like it is today or in your day, even. Um, even... Even watching, um, and I'm I'm a I'm a fan of Thirteen Reasons Why, all the way, um, and I feel the generational gap. Uh, we did 
did not have cell phones. We, um, it was different. The goths, they were goths. The outcasts, we were outcasts. We were like, like my friend Dorothy and I, my best friend, you know, she, we were like the rejects. She was out of state from California. And I was like the dork, you know, um, I was never popular, and I never cared about that shit. I was shy, introverted. Um, we were like the Kurt Cobain generation, you know. Um, and there's such a huge difference. And Kurt Cobain committed suicide. Um, you know, I think that he felt very deeply, and, you know, he conveyed a message Um Alice in Chains is another one, you know, Gen X. Like, there there are a lot of artists. Um, what's the other one? Um, there are a lot. Crash Test Dummies. You're probably like, huh, huh. Um, a lot of Alanis well, Morissette. They were all, huh? Have you, you, you haven't heard? Cra- like I said Crash, Crash Test Dummies. Have you heard them? Oh, uh, no, I don't think so. Um, I think you actually you would enjoy them. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff that um, you know, from my generation that was very different. Um, and I actually miss it and I think that it was fucking awesome because the best that we could do was having a beeper. A beeper. <laughs> Page me. I know. Um <laughs> And I think I'm going to laugh, and it's like Saved by the Bell, like, you know, Zach Morris had that big, you know, cell phone. It was big and bulky, and you're like, oh, my gosh, that's the shit, you know. That's yeah, how it was back less, in the day. You have less ways to embarrass yourself. So what I mean by that is we had AOL Instant Messenger. So now we had, like, an away message. We had a profile. And then we had stupid shit that just got us in trouble. So you guys had less things, like, to put you in a... We had to learn to get around that probably, like, five years later. No, we had nothing like that. And I'm actually grateful for that. I'm still learning, like, to not say shit. But there's certain things you just don't do. (laughs) We just did some ridiculous stuff on AOL Instant Messenger. We had You know, um... (laughs) No, and it was Yim to Yahoo. Yahoo Online. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, um, I miss that. I'm from the times where we had a drama club, we had a writing club, and I was part of all of it. And it forced people to communicate better, you know, because they were not dependent on technology, you know, to communicate. And it makes me... It's like, yeah, I'm happy, but at the same time, it makes me angry because it has made you millennials and the rest of, you know, like my children, you lazy motherfuckers. You're lazy as fuck. (laughs) My children freak the fuck out. Oh, my God. And I've done that. I observed. I am proudly going to say Earth Hour, Earth Hour. I observed that shit. I came home sick that Saturday from work last Saturday, right? Mm-hmm. My sister Kayla was like, oh, it's Earth Hour. And I was like, for real? Nine o'clock. I shut everything down. And my son's like, what's going on? And I'm like, it's Earth Hour. What's that? And I'm like, 
observe, you know, like mm-hmm. it is, you know, like just observe. It is, you need to get in, in tune in touch with Earth. And, I saw something um, about like Generation X. Why do kids these days not go outside and play and have fun? And then it goes, Pokemon Go was then released. And then it goes, Generation X. Why are all these kids outside? I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I mean, you know, like, I am totally gamer. And I'm all, like, Pokemon Go, I get into it. But I'm like Atari, you know, all the way back to Atari and PlayStation and stuff. Um. But the thing that I'm trying to get at, which actually I think it is very important, a message that is very important to convey, and I have to applaud you as a millennial, because you're one hell of a communicator within the technological age, Joe, like, you do, like, fabulously well communicating with people. And um, you're definitely far beyond, you know, and... And I say that as far as, you know, your grasp and everything, so many people are so dependent on technology. And I, I get it. I, I am a victim to, oh, don't you dare call me. You better text me. With me, mm-hmm. it's more or less like, you know, ADD, ADHD, where the fuck is my phone? What did I do? Oh, shit, I miss this call. You know, but I would call you. But my generation was still the whole, like the phone where you have the receiver and you hang up and you're like, you know, you just hear the shit being slammed, like, pow, you know, it's nice. They're like, fuck yeah, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Now with a cell phone, you can't do that. that. I was just thinking like a minute ago how like when when someone would sign off of AOL on the messenger, the door would be like. Yeah, the door. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, damn. <laughs> Exactly. But there's so but, many um, differences. Do we have any? Do we have any victims? Oh, I didn't. I didn't look. Let me see. Let's see so I was just talking victims. to my mother the other day, and I was like, you know, I gotta thank you because she put me into like this acting thing. Uh, we got seven one eight here. Let's check it out. No, let's check it out. Seven one eight. What's going on? Hello. 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 Welcome, welcome. Thank you for listening. I mean, if you've been hearing our, well, our deep banter here. (laughs) Uh, I was listening earlier, but um, I think I wanted, like, a reading. Because I was the first person that called in, and I was the one that was supposed to leave the message if you didn't answer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I was waiting so, for a long time. For reading? Okay. What's your name? Aaliyah. Aaliyah? Mm-hmm. Like, do you mean like Aaliyah in my generation? Yeah, the singer. Yeah, R&B. Yes! Oh! <laughs> you know, I have to say, no, and mind you, Aaliyah, like, Joe and I were going head to toe because I'm Gen X, she's a millennial. I'm going to say yesterday I was cleaning my bird's cage, right? And so I put it on Pandora, and I was on my old school R&B station. So she came on. I had, like, a rule, you know, uh, Usher, and I'm, like, jamming. And I'm, like, oh, my gosh, that's my jam, you know. So, yeah, like, yeah, all I these songs. I was that uh, oh, R&B earlier today, too. 
Yeah, with see? Houston and Beyonce. I was listening to Yes. Um, let's let's do let's do a reading. You're a profound person, I can tell. So, do you have anything to purge before we grab our our utensils of <laughs> and um, you know, and help you out here? Anything you want to let out? Um, take the not stage. Really, but I was um, I heard earlier today I was talking about like the third eye and stuff like that. Some people need Ooh. to open their eyes and and um. Oh yeah, say it. When uh Nipsey, you know Nipsey Hassel, who died, passed away. The guy, I saw that. Yeah. Is that the guy that was like shot like out? It was awful. He had that girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. Beautiful couple. Yeah, it was. Yep. So when he was saying like the third eye, I was just thinking like because you know Dr. C B, he mm-hmm. had. He had um he said like meat was bad for people to eat and stuff so that that made me open my third eye because I now I'm just kind of scared to eat red meat like I don't know so I'm scared to eat red meat that kind of food I don't want to get sick but um well, they said they put anything in the food it it would be in basically all the foods now I mean, I'm just trying to stay healthy. Well, whatever well, that's, that's where all the GMOs and all that come into play. So they're talking about for years now is genetically modified organisms and plants that the companies messing with. And that's where we get, like, a lot of people who are gluten-free and they have the, the side effects. They're, we're really not supposed to be gluten-free. We're getting all these problems from from the pesticides and all that stuff they're using in the genetically modified pl- uh, plants and vegetables and fruits and meat. Like cows. Have you ever seen um, um, food? Is it called Food Inc.? Food Inc., right? I think I, so. I, I don't know. They, um, cows are naturally to eat grass. And they have yeah. had cows, certain cows eating corn. And then and then they're getting infections because they're, they're not supposed to be naturally eating eat corn. That. So they're injecting and, them with hormones that they could still eat the corn and still live properly, which is this, how is that? They're just eating corn that's cheaper. But isn't cow like pork? Oh, no, pigs is pork. Right? No, pigs is pork. Yeah, pig, now, pig is pork. I, I have to say in talking about Hinduism, cows are revered in, in the Hindu religion, and they make incense out of cow poop. Because, you know, they eat grass. Imagine that. And you burn incense. And it smells wonderful. Um, You know, so um, I have to say, if you're feeling like you don't want to eat any meat, it happened to my sister, too. My sister was like, I don't want to eat any meat. And she's like, it's not because I want to be a vegan. She said, it's because I feel the suffering of the animals. And I'm like... Okay, I'm not going to eat this burger anymore. I'm like, damn. You know, um, no, and I, I, and believe me, if I could be vegan, like, I just, I, you know, if you tell me, like, you just went hunting for deer or whatever and you're, we're going to cook it, I'm not going to eat it. There's no way. There's yeah. no way. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So, um, so you know, you have a lot of soul. Like, I, would, I would, I would rather eat uh, like 
seafood, fish. I would rather eat stuff like that. I don't. I wouldn't. So, I don't mm-hmm. like. Right you feel bad about it. What about the seafood? Do you feel bad about it, or you're cool with it? I'm cool with seafood. I love I seafood. That. Yeah, me okay. too. I like um, crabs. Let's see what's, what's going on with the um, feel. You're vibing. You are shy. You are talented as fuck. I gotta say that. Just FYI. Mm, thank you. Nobody's told you. You're like free flows. You do. You do songs or something. You're very artistic and deep in in the depths of feeling. We were talking about that before. Um, I don't know if you're a millennial too. Doesn't matter. You know. Um. And the only reason to ask is because we're, you know, talking about this on this particular episode until the next episode, you know. Um, And then, no, yesterday, I'm going to go back to that. I went, um, the radio station was playing, like, Snoop, you know, like, I was like, oh, my gosh. And it was going back to a bunch of stuff that is, like, old school. And I'm thinking... That doesn't feel that old to me, but it's been like 20, 25 years. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know, like um, Brian McKnight, stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, am I that old? Um, so anyway, I'm I, saying all this. I like the old school music more than I like the new school music. The new stuff. Yeah, so do like you like the, the Motown the rappers out now, I just feel like they're too open. I would have to say, like, the female rappers. I feel like they're too open, outspoken with their with their words. Like, I, if I was to look up, for, look up to someone, it wouldn't be Cardi B and it would not be Nicki Minaj. I, well, would, say, I would say Beyonce. Yes. yes. Um, That's the one that I would say. Yes, Beyonce is a powerhouse. Do you know that Beyonce sang <clears throat> with this guy? Probably not many people know this. So there's a guy, uh, Alejandro Fernandez is his name. And there was a soap opera, right? And she sang along with him. She sang in Spanish. And I was like, wait, is this Beyonce? Like, get the fuck out of here. And she did. She sang in Spanish. And um, it was pretty impressive. Um so it's just kind of just to show that she can put, you know, whatever she puts her mind to, then, you know, she can accomplish. Yeah, she's really talented. I like her because I like I like to dance. So I see that she's really talented. <clears throat> yes. Now, I'm going to reach for my cards again. There's not a way. I'm talking a lot, aren't I? It's fine, you know. Anyone, please, if I'm talking too much, you'd be like, bitch, shut the fuck up. I got some more to say, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I got to convey some thoughts. Like, really. (laughs) No, I'm going to grab the cards. You have a question in mind, right? Uh, Particular. You could just, like, you could just... Tell me, like, what do you see or something? Because, you know, I don't want to ask a question and then um, you might give me an answer and then you know, like, how they say in the future, time change? Mm-hmm. So, well, 
Let me, let me, and Joe will give you the perspective too. Things are always constantly changing. So what we humbly do is that we tell you what we pick up as of what we feel now. But you need to remember you have the power to change anything that you want. So I can do a general reading to see what I pick up, but just know that it's not written in stone and you can, you know, you you have power and say over it. Um, so I'm going to I'm gonna grab my cards. Are you trying to move it? or get your own apartment or? Um... Uh, I've been trying to uh, put in an application for it. So okay, I was just waiting for a call back. Do you see anything, like, with moving or something? Um, I see something with the... Go ahead. No, you go ahead, Joe. No, no. Because I'm picking up on Um, on these things, too. I saw a difficulty or something to do with moving, um, living on your own, like a big change, but... What I'm also getting is that you're going to have to challenge yourself financially, but it's not something that can't happen. It's something that could definitely happen, Um, but not to get upset or discourage yourself because of working, because there's going to be people along your journey. Well, I had difficulties with with jobs. Like, I saw my... New job because my birthday is next week, so oh, nice. I start. Oh, yeah. yeah, so um, I start work on the eleventh, and my birthday is the tenth. And um, I'm really trying to work for this for this cleaning job. So mm-hmm. I don't know what that's gonna be like. I'm just waiting on a phone call. Let me see. No, I'm gonna just do um, you know. Concentrate on what comes up. Um, I don't know if you experience like an injury of some sort, like body, um, hand, arm, or something before, you know, previously. Something that kept you from like working, you know, like actively or. Ooh, that card popped out. I kind of feel like that might have been the setback. Does that, does that correspond to what, she, what she's saying at all? Did, were you hurt before with your arm? Um, no, or, or something, like an injury that, you know, just... I wasn't thing. hurt, but... Uh... I have like back problems. It's just like it's a back. It's something in my back that it just won't go away. It hurts. It, okay. it hurts for like a month. It's not that I can't uh, bend or anything. I could bend and stuff, but. Don't. <clears throat> mm. I didn't get, like. I didn't fall and it started hurting or anything like that. It just appeared mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Hmm. 
Are you all loving, all encompassing? All loving, all encompassing. Am I encompassing? Now, are you all loving, like all loving, all encompassing? And I know that you maybe like. Well, like you know, just capable of loving any anyone. You know, it doesn't matter because I see just all loving, all encompassing. Like it doesn't matter. As a all-rounded, like caring individual it's, for everyone. All around caring, and yes, for everyone. Like you know, man, woman doesn't matter. Like I see that very strongly. Um, I think you see that because I'm really like. I've been trying to, like, talk to other people because I just left the relationship. So I've been mm-hmm. trying to, like, um, explore. So, yeah, I think I've been giving certain people too much of my time. Well, no, and I can I can see that, too. Um, but the reason why I'm saying that is because I can see basically men, women attracted to you. Um and you can have your pick of whoever you want. Um, I think that there was something going on. I mean, this, this is just very general. Uh, something going on, like a significant relationship where you had, you know what I mean, like it, it got very close and you had plans and stuff and something happened, maybe, you know, um, it was like a boom where it upset you, hurt you, Um I don't know if you have like a mother and a sister or both. I don't know. But you have some people that tell you some nasty stuff. They're not very supportive. You got to hear nasty words. Um, And you're trying to just make do right now, like just hold on to whatever you have to like save up for the apartment or whatever, you know, save up for being on your own completely. Um, And... Is this like like the past or the future, or could it be like for like a friend or something? This is what I mean. The cards are showing at this time. Um, I mean, I you know, it's like both. Is it in the future or like the past? Um, you know, it's both. It's both. You know, what's going on now and then the future. Um. I feel like it, you know, shows here a lot of untapped talent um, mm-hmm. that you, you know, have to hone into. So, um, untapped, untapped talent. Untapped talent. Untapped talent. That, you know, for you to hone into um oh my goodness okay um because um uh, I'm good with business and people telling me like oh you're going to do the singing thing or yes yes um you're definitely I can see you yes when I I mean I can see that as the path so incredibly talented with communication and conveying your experiences through the written word. 
you know, your, whether it's lyrics or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's it. Like, you are so very talented with that. I mean, you can also do whatever you want to do. <clears throat> Don't worry about what people tell you, what they see. I actually, before this was all mentioned, I kind of saw you, like, doing either rapping to something or singing to something. I couldn't figure it out, but then you, you guys brought up music. But what I really want to tell you is that um, the feeling of being alone is just the observation of not realizing that you, you, you feel like you are alone. But once you observe that you aren't un, un, truly alone, you can open your eyes and your heart to the people that are really around you more. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I mean by that, too, is that we, we tend to feel alone when we don't have... Um, a, a love present or a certain special someone present. But when you start to open your mind and your, your, your third eye or, you know, observation to love as in humanity or the people around us, you start to feel um, more welcoming and less alone because we have so many great opportunities and great people around us that the person that we want to be with eventually can come later on. But really hone into that aspect of not feeling so alone because you really aren't. You've got a lot of great potential people coming into your life and some that are around your life right now. And we don't have to get along with everyone every day, but there are um, influences that will play a part in our life where someone might say like, Hey, you know, why don't you go try to do this? So let's go hang out here. Um, But don't, my whole point is just try not to feel so alone because you're really not. Um, you might feel alone in the relationship department, but um, yeah, you definitely have a, a, a great amount of people either around you now or you're going to start to meet new people very shortly. Um, you got a, you got a journey coming ahead of you, and I don't think you realize what the journey really is. I don't see it more or less um, just the um, the cleaning job. I see some some doors opening for you, and I don't necessarily know how it's gonna how it's gonna be told, but I think it's just one of those journeys you have to you have to live it. I can't I can't ruin the story for you, but I don't I don't believe that you're gonna be. I think you got a lot of good things coming. No, you do have a lot of good things coming your way, but it's gonna come with time. But like, do you still seem like working and stuff like that? Oh yeah, you'll no, you'll be you'll be working, you'll be financially, you'll be working your way up. It's gonna be a little struggle. I mean, struggling as into like the daily life of paying bills and working. Yeah. But you've got some accomplishments you got coming your way, whether it be the end of this year or at the beginning of next year. Because um, I don't really see me, like, leaving here until, like, you know, I find my place. Because I know that you brought, up, you brought it up that um I was going to be, you know, like, arguing and leaving. And I do feel like that. I do feel like sometimes, like, um, I'm old enough to not be talked to as a kid. And when you said sister and mother, I understand what you were saying. 
because sometimes I do get frustrated when, you know, like, my parent or my sister, like, treat me as a, a kid. So I do get frustrated with stuff like that, yeah. But hopefully it doesn't lead to, like, leaving. You know, because then that would be, like, bad. No, I don't. I don't see you leaving. Um, but if anything, I kind of I had something in mind I wanted to share. With you. Are, do you write poetry? No. Well, if you ever feel like writing poetry down or or type of lyrical poetry, I recommend that too. You're you're going to be doing stuff with music, so whether it be now or or next year. But I see yeah, that I'm, playing I'm a part because um, I really do like music. Well, I pursue that. I felt that too. You could be working lyrics. Um, thank you for joining and listening. I don't know if we have any other callers on the line. Like maybe there uh, there was one. It was the area, area code one 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 one. Thank you for calling in, by the way. I appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate you guys, too. It was nice talking to y'all. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. And, you know, follow the the artistic path, most definitely. Um, Hello, are you there? Hello? 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 Hello, do we have an, a fresh victim Hello? on the line? One, 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 Hello? one. Hello? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Hello? 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 What generation are you? No, I'm kidding. Um, Hello? <laughs> Hello? What is your name? Um, I'm on the air. Hi, it's Melissa. Melissa, how are you? I'm so sorry. I was I I the show's so interesting. I missed the beginning. I'm gonna tell you the bird. Man. Oh, that's really scary. <laughs> Don't be sorry. Oh, but I have, a, I have a quick question. Um so um I uh I've been doing a lot of working. I feel actually much better than I did a month ago. Good. So I'm, uh, that is really grateful because I, I feel not that happy, but I feel a little bit much happier. I was feeling very down. So, and I know we had a conversation in, in it, and um, I've been thinking about that, about it every day to improve mm-hmm. myself. So, Good. That's awesome. I'm uh, actually proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's a long process. Um, I'm working on it slowly, but slowly, um, so I I just um uh, I I just have a quick question. Um, uh, Joe, I know we we talked about it. Um, do you um? I'm gonna think positive. Yes, I can. Yes, I am. I am going to get mm-hmm. get out of it. And so far, I've gotten out of it. Um, there's um. Do you still see um? Uh, he's not gonna like. That's what's worrying me right now. Bringing me down. 
but I don't. I know that that things can shift and change. Do you mm-hmm. uh, see that? Do you see that? Is he, is he, is he still, still going to try to pursue me, or he's going to stop? Oh yeah, uh, you talking about your landlord? Yeah, because yeah. I've been here seven years, but this happened because of gossip. Mm-hmm. Um, but hold on. Uh, let me think. Or see. Let me think. Let me let me listen to what they got to say. <laughs> Um, I'm not really getting anything other than the people that are are your neighbors. Yeah. I get nosy neighbors that just like to just talk and complain. Yes. You have an yes, evil I... eye thing. You got an evil eye thing uh, hanging somewhere. I have a medallion on on the window. Mandala. Uh, yeah, medallions, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm not. I'm not getting anything about. They can't. They can't kick you out. There's nothing. They. They. I don't see anything wrong with it at all. I don't know, Shaki. You got anything? Um, I just can't like know. You know, just know. It's not really. And I'm sorry, it's not really like expanded as usual. I just get like a no, just no. Um, not too much more than that. Um, which maybe it just goes hand in hand with encouraging you to believe yourself. Um, I see like the on and off, but you know, just just not to expect, you know, like no. This kind of corresponds with the old, um, the what you've been practicing. You can add that to, to the to the prayer, saying like, "I am living here. I am, I I am not moving." You know, you can add that to, to the um, abundance and and motivational practicing. But I really don't see them doing anything negative. <coughs> So, uh, you, but you saw the landlord because he he tried, and then I I, I was able to escape. Or just, I just because why I just want to know if you if you don't see him doing something again against me. You said no, right? No, if he was, you would get some type of paperwork. Um, but it doesn't even sound like there's anything. I don't I don't get anything. I just get people that are complaining over you know the, the people. It's like it could rain outside. They're like, oh, here it goes again. It's raining. <laughs> I, I wouldn't worry about it. Just be yeah, you, be uh, happy, live life. Yes. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to. Uh, uh, I'm trying reversal. I'm doing a reversal shift change. Go back to what they did. That's what I'm asking. Hmm. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even worry about the reversal. There's nothing to reverse. It's, oh, I see. We're talking about the paperwork. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I only yeah. Because cause, cause I I thought he was gonna like he tried to rig me, but then I I paid. But 
but these people, these the older man with the woman, he they, they don't pay because he cuts grass and. But but I, but you know what the good news? I heard him yesterday. He got very angry and he said, "I'm gonna I'm gonna evict you, and I'm gonna do awful things." I mean, I don't want to wish him bad, but uh, you know, they're do you? you know how to behave. What? He's he said that to you? No, not to me. To them. Cause, cause uh, don't worry about that. Yeah, I'm not gonna. But but it's not towards me at all. I mean, because. I'm I'm free from it, right? Yeah, yeah. Don't. I mean, as much as we want to help everyone, we can't. And if, sometimes if we help someone, it makes things worse. So just stay out of the picture. Just kind of live live uh, in your own circle. <laughs> stay safe. Keep uh keep doing what you're doing. And don't, I wouldn't worry about it. Great. And um. Is is uh? Do you see me? Uh, because because I, I I did change my my point of view, my mind. Uh, I really did. Um, uh, and I I'm so glad I found y'all. Um, because because I don't want to be medicated. Uh, before I try to be happy if, if we have the power to change our thoughts. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. I'm glad you found us too. Have too, too many side effects. Mm, well. I, um, what was your question, yeah. though? Well, my question is: Do you do you see me um, getting back on track with financially? Because um, I'm I'm getting back on the track on the track like full, full speed again. Do you see me improving my financial stability? We talked about that. Yeah, um, getting my business is better. I got I got to get another job. Mm-hmm. I would. Um, I think we did talk about it. I would get get the job, do the finances, but you have you have to plan for that business because that's where the things are going to start to move quicker. Once you have that that's motivation true. and you say like, "I'm going to do this for the business," or "I'm I'm working hard to pay the bills and save for the business," and don't forget, like you're you're really good at plants and selling plants, so you could. You could do that on the side, like indoor plants, sell some plants. You know, you read my mind. I I, I was looking at Bonanzi Bonanzi plants. Bonanzi. To buy bulk. I was looking at Bonanzi plants to buy bulk, bulk plants. Bonanzi, the Japanese plants. Uh huh. Uh huh. That, you, that's yeah, what I was you thinking could, about. You could do that. Sell right? them. Sell them separately. Sell them to people. They'll people find it. They'll they'll find a way to find you. You can sell them online, like on Facebook. Yay. Yay. Oh, it's one eleven. You have my mind. That's what I was thinking about plants. That's good. So you could do that on the side too to make money. Okay. Um Yes, remember what I told you, we have another caller on the line. Um, Debbie? Hi. Hello. Hi, hi. <laughs> hi. Hi, Debbie. Hi, how are you guys? Great. How's it going? Good, good. Debbie's a Pisces, psychic and very intuitive, hi, and she's a bit of a mess at this time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so well, I well, want... Thank you for calling in. 
Thank you, Melissa, very much. Remember, remember what we said. All right, so what was going on? Hello, hello. Call, callers. So, Debbie, you're yes. here? Yes. Joe, Debbie. Um, all right. So, Debbie is someone that, um, you know, like, I, I don't want to say anything so Joe can, like, just kind of tap into the vibrational part. And and Joe, she's not going to snap you of your energy. Debbie is like us. She's so much of an empath that right now she's suffering because... <clears throat> Debbie, tell them about the story of the fucking psyche that was charging... What was it, 20 grand? 10 grand? Oh, something God, fucking no. ridiculous? Oh. Yeah. Yeah? She, she definitely was not a good person, and she had me thinking... Um, so you had I owed her, yeah, that had a curse, and I owed her money so that she can uplift this curse and that... um That she should start stripping? Yeah. Don't forget that part. Yep, that I should go stripping so I can pay her the money because that was how, obviously, I was like, where am I coming up with that kind of money? But, wow. yeah, she was very out of the norm because she would call me and like constantly mm-hmm. be like you know harassing me and stuff so it was a very scary did moment you, did you pay with her. her uh no i didn't pay her no, no. and and so debbie is like she's my best friend she is my best friend's like first cousin like dorothy's first cousin and um so Debbie's like family to me. I've read her before, and I just primarily just want you to kind of, you know, tap into her. And she's open to everything. She is, I don't want to say anything. Just I'll read her too, but, you know, whatever you can I'm pick up I'm going to try. I'm a little bit, little bit tired, but there's um, the one thing I got is like a past relationship or like a, a boyfriend yeah. or someone that you're dating. Oh my! Um, kind of like a pain in the ass, though. Like yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Like yeah, great. He, he feels very entitled. Like as much time has gone by, it's like you should know that we're meant to be together. Yes, absolutely. Um, what do you and, feel about that? And work. I feel like this guy should be cut off. Like, this is done. I don't see it as a love thing. Like, it's the one. Mm. I feel okay. like it's a, uh, what is it called? Quicksand? Yeah. Quicksand. Okay. Yeah. Quicksand. Like, you get back in the I relationship swear. and you fall fast. Oh, yeah. I didn't tell Joe shit. Amazing. See, Joe's amazing. Thank you so much, Joe. Yes. I mean, that, that really, is amazing. Um, <laughs> I think, Debbie, you're mad because Debbie's a Pisces, like Brittany. Like you, Joe's also a cusp, or like um, like Jonathan. John, Debbie has the same birthday as my son, or my son has the same birthday. They're February 19th, and uh, Joe is the 18th. But, yeah. by the way, um, Debbie, you are so skippity dippity. You're happy as crazy. Like you're so
so cheery and happy, and I love that. But you don't want to be entrapped. Some cars are falling. And I didn't tell Joe anything, and now I'm like, I just want to see what, you know, comes up. Um, let me tell you one story. I'm going to put the cards in it. One of the most difficult readings that I had was this person that a week, a one week before her wedding, I shit you not, she was like, should I get married or not? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and uh, I mean, that's a lot of fucking responsibility on my end, right. right? Right. Holy shit. But I said this to her. I said, listen. I'm going to tell you what I see. Ultimately, the decision is yours. Now, they had everything, but, you know, she was like, you know, like studying. She was in law school and everything. She was telling me about this asshole. He was taking advantage of her. They had, you know, like had the money, the honeymoon set in Paris and all this shit. And then she's like, well, the one thing she told me was, well, what is what are people going to say? And I was like, who the fuck cares what people are going to say when it's your life and motherfucking speak? And she was like, whoa. And, you know, um, he had cheated on her. You know, she's the type that's very generous and all of that. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, she, you know, regardless, she did not marry him. Um, she actually married someone else that she was in a uh, polygamous relationship with, and then they became, they got married, married, like, you know, became exclusive. And I also called that shit out through a reading, and sometimes I'm like, what the fuck? Now, Debbie, listen, I mean, I'm going through my own, I am, like, I am going through my own, I, actually, no, I don't have any more struggles anymore. Because I'm like, fuck that. I'm no fucks given. Right. And you know what? At this point, I've let go of the fear of, oh, I have four children and people are going to put me down for baby daddies. Fuck that. I don't care. I want to be happy. I don't need a man to complete me or be happy. I don't, you know, everybody's getting fucking married and doing all this shit. And, you know, that kind of, like, makes you feel a certain way. Right, Joe? Mm-hmm. Maybe not. Joe's like, fuck that, I'm eating chocolate and shit, and good for fucking Joe, because he's a fucking millennial, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but for me, <laughs> yeah, see, and I know, and for me, um, it makes me, and I, I'll open up, Debbie is someone that I love her, you know, she's come here to my place, and um Dorothy told me how she had a fallout with Carol. She's like, it's crazy how I got so close to Debbie. And I was like, why? Bet she's a water sign too, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, mom, and I told her she's just like me. Um, and, um, you know, like, she's like, yeah, yeah, no shit. So Debbie, I told you this before and, you know, I'll tell you this now. It has to be all about you. And I think Joe is absolutely correct. Um, let me tell you one thing about recovery. This. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I have suicidal depression and all this stuff. Right. So I decided, you know, I went, I've been seeing a therapist and all this stuff. 
And, um, you know, I have ADD, ADHD, and it's like, oh, no shit. That's why I like the uppers. It makes mm-hmm. plenty of sense. Right. Because I am fucking ADD, ADHD. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, um, I think that anyone that likes the uppers may have an element of that, you know what I mean, of that attention span thing, whatever. Um, that's the point. I know that he's a brilliant man. I told you he was going to come back. I saw right. that before. He did. Um, I think that you're on the pinnacle precipice of your spiritual path and you're struggling with it. That's why, and I'm so glad that's why I was like, we need to get her the fuck on the line right now. And Dorothy, she's so funny. She's like, do we need to pay anything? And I'm like, Dorothy, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Uh, And I'm like, Dorothy, you want to lick my ass? No. (laughs) She's like, oh God, you know, she knows how I am. I'm so this, uh, honored. This might sound random, but I get that you need, and this is like this is what just I'm getting. Um, to do your fun. hair and change your, like your hairstyle or something like that, like give yes. yourself more love and and I don't know where to change your change your hair up or makeover, makeover. Yeah, makeover. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I've been thinking about it too. Yep, still up. (laughs) Thanks, thanks. No, yeah, I have been thinking about that. I, I really have. I mean, and that's not even actually. I've always done the opposite. I mean, Mm -hmm. just because it's like overwhelming. I'm gonna call this shit out. Too much. (laughs) No, Debbie. Let me tell you this, Joe. Debbie's the most motherfucking giving. She is like. Maybe more given than Brittany, she is such a mother to her niece. It is unbelievable. Yeah, I love um, her to death. I, do. I know, that's your baby girl. And, um, you know, Pisces, and Pisces are strong motherfuckers, you know. I have Pisces' son, and on the pinnacle of my death, you know, he's the one that's like, Mom, your story can't end this way, blah, 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 this and then the other, you know. Right. And Joe is someone that that's a safe, he is safe for you to just unload, you know, um, and say whatever you want. And that's an, you know, I swear I never told him anything. And I'm like, oh, yeah. my gosh. Um, yeah. I will always be here for you, Debbie. I do love you. You are an amazing soul and person. You have much untapped potential. And I don't want you to continue to live for others. You need to live for yourself. You can take care of others, yes, but you need to follow your mission. You know what I mean? You have, who are you living life for? We were just talking about that. We were calling it the purge, you know, mm-hmm. and just unloading and talking about organized religion and all this other shit. And Debbie, like, I know you might sit there and grant to the fucking Las Monjitas and they're beautiful and everything. I love them. Mm-hmm. Franciscan, the Franciscan nuns are beautiful. I do use that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Look at Carol. And, and Dorothy got so pissed at Carol, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, marriage. And I've been hung up on this, too. And 
Look, I'm married. So I've been married twice, and I'm like, third time is a strike, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, yeah. but again, marriage is not fucking joke. It is It is not a Facebook status. No, fucking joke. <laughs> it is not a fucking joke. <laughs> Joe, I love Joe. You know, Joe, like, picked up on, like, say today. And I'm going to share this with Joe earlier, right, today. Earlier today, I exploded. I, as a water sign, I'm a lot like you, Debbie. I keep it all inside. So you know what happened today with my, quote-unquote, domestic partner, the significant other. So Mm -hmm. I I get it. I blew my lid over something stupid. But it, it was like, that was it. That was like the little... Because I go downstairs, right, and he threw out some toys for the kids. And I was looking at trash, and I did. I flipped my fucking lid. Mm -hmm. Because I'm like, did you not, why did you not even bother to consult with me? You're throwing their toys away. And so I picked this battle. I picked the battle. I was like, you motherfucker, right? Right. So you know what he says to me? He's like, why don't you be a mom? Why don't you wake up in the morning? And I said to him, oh, so you're pointing at my weaknesses, like, you know, my depression and everything. And lately, I actually have been doing this on purpose. I'm like, how about, because you don't have a job right now, you're driving Uber when you feel like it, and I'm the one with a part-time job because tables turn, right? Right. So, and I'm telling you this, Debbie, because thank God I'm not fucking married well i know i mean i know that's definitely what i've been (laughs) with this motherfucker for almost eight years and you know what i'm not going to be like i wish some use with you you know what i told him and it changed his game because he's getting on my face and i was like how about i said i've done everything i can to help myself i said you buried me six feet under last summer i said i've cried for you i mourned you motherfucker i did everything i could I said, no fucks given now. I'm seeing a therapist. I'm taking care of me. And I said, what the fuck are you doing? I, I like, destroyed him. I was mm-hmm. like, he's like, oh, how about you, be a, you know, be a mom, get up in the morning. I said, how about you make an active presence for once, you know, when you're with the kids and you're not fucking drinking in secret because I know the shit because I'm a fucking alcoholic and I can call this shit out. You think I don't know? I said, at least I have the decency to confront myself, but you don't, you know. I said, you're stagnant. You're not doing anything. I mean, I and I kind of felt bad because he pushed me to that lemon. And I was aggressive. I was, like, shouting, and it just all came out of me, and it made me so fucking angry. And the kids were like, oh, my gosh, you know. Good. It right. felt good. But I was like, what? What are you going to do? Are you going to hit me again? Because of this motherfucker, and, you know, dollar police don't play again, and I'm on probation because of PFA shit. I'm like, so what are you going to do, you know? And he, you know, he's like, well, you know, blaming everything. And I said, motherfucker, I'm not going to be there. Your problems are still going to be there. You know, I am taking care of my shit. It was, you know, it's, 
This is the thing with us water sons, and this has to do with cancer too, Joe. Like, I love so profoundly, and I, I just, I'm like, I just can't. I, no fucks given anymore because I'm done taking care of people. I'm taking care of myself, and this motherfucker, and I told him, I'm like, you're going to turn 30 this month, 30. I'm like, how about you grow the fuck up? I said that to him, how about you grow the fuck up and face yourself? And he's looking at me like I'm crazy, and I said it to his face. How about that? I said, stop blaming me for your own shit. So, you know, I'm telling you this, Debbie, because, yeah, exactly. And I said a lot of crap other than that. I felt bad. But then again, you know why? Because when I was at my lowest, that motherfucker pushed me down. And he was doing it again. And then I said to him, I I went, yes, I went there. I said, guess who's paying the bills right now? Fuck. This is my house according to your rules, right? Who's paying the bills? I am. And then I said, well, I'm not as as much of, of an asshole as you are. I'm not shoving that in your face until right now you've, you know, given me no choice. I'm not kicking you out or whatever. You know what I mean? I would never do that. He he does. He has. I feel like I'm your hype man. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you guys for, you know, not because Joe could feel it and all that. And I think, Debbie, you can kind of relate to that because he does have some leverage on you. He's doing good right now. He's, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a lot like what Joe said, and I would not commit. I wouldn't. I, I just wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he pretty much answered it without even being asked, so that was pretty mean. I mean, yeah, I don't Debbie, know. I you're, didn't hear anything before, so. Who didn't? No, Debbie, you're beautiful. You are, I think that you've always, I think Debbie has had a feeling like black sheep of the family, you know, kind of deal. Um, I don't know, I know why because I she is this um, moment, but I used to have a four-wheeler growing up, and the four-wheeler had like this screw where the throttle is, and the throttle, uh-huh. you couldn't push it all the way, so you couldn't go fast. And I said, Dad, what is this screw? And he goes, that's the governor. So what's the governing? It, it regulates if you can use it, you know, full speed. So we took it out because we didn't know it was there. So what I mean by that is, no one should govern how much you shine, or much how much happiness you um, mm-hmm. deserve, or um, what you can or can't do. If you don't feel happy and you know and you know you deserve so much better, why are you gonna govern okay. yourself? Damn, Joe. <clears throat> Damn! Why are you gonna go governing your soul? Why live life half throttle? You know, like yeah. <laughs> full throttle. That's that pretty deep. <laughs> no pun intended. Let me yep. see. <laughs> no pun intended, but Debbie, Debbie lives under a lot of the same kind of control and guilt that I have to deal with with my mom. In a sense, but you know what, Dad, Daddy, I was like, fuck you, Mom. Like, it, no, you know, with all due respect, you know, I love right. my mom and I'm respectful, but I'm seeing a therapist and I've been and I'm like, I'm taking all my fucking medications and I'm talking to a therapist about the anger that I have against my mother. 
I'm tired of pleasing people. I um, you know, it's like like Bob Marley, get up, stand up. You know, mm-hmm. get up for your right. It's the same thing. Um, you have a lot of potential, Debbie, and I know that you see things and you're not afraid to be alone. And there is a connection between the two of you, but you can't save him. You can't save him. He gave you. He gave her an amazing proposal too. I don't know, and that's like the crazy, like you know, I'm just like distraught about it. You know what? Yeah. Hold on, I'm gonna tell you. It feels almost like the reading that I did for Melanie, you know, mm-hmm. a week before her wedding. She decided she chose not to marry him, and that was, you know, the best decision that she made. You know, like I can't tell. Ooh. I'm laying the cards down too. Um, hey, I'm gonna. Um, if you don't mind, are you guys on the same line? Yeah. I'm gonna end the episode because I'm getting a little tired, but then we can. Okay. I can still chat with you after. Okay. Because it no, went over thank two you, hours. <laughs> I know. We're like wow. No, it's good. Maybe we should All do right, like Joe. we should do like quick little brief episodes once in a while and be like, hey, this is like an infomercial. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah, exactly. I'll talk to you guys a little bit. Have a good night. Good night. Good night. Nice to still nice be here, Debbie. Good night. Yes, yeah, nice meeting you. Dear Heavenly uh, Spirit. Spirit, thank you. Uh, thank you for providing us with the direct port nitrous uh, injection. Four core intercoolers and ball bearing turbos and um, titanium valve springs. Thank you. Amen. Amen.